Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside my co-host, Trey Lyle. It's good to be back for another week. I had to step out last week, had a a lot of stuff going on. Evan Hughes stopped by, filled in as co-host, previewed the Blacksburg Regional NCAA Baseball Tournament. Trey and him did a good job on that episode, so thanks to Evan for stepping in last week. But it's good to be back. A lot of baseball to talk about. We've got MLB stuff to talk about, more college baseball to go over today, a whole lot of stuff that we're going to cover on today's episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Trey, it's going to be back talking with you for another week. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. We're just living life. You know, uh, it was a, a fun week in a baseball, watched tons of it. So that, it was it was it was good. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I didn't get to watch a whole lot, but I did watch Friday night's game uh, for Virginia Tech. And then I watched the end of the game on Sunday night when they beat Columbia in the regional final to advance to super regionals for the first time in program history. So that is huge. Virginia Tech continues their historic season on the diamond. They continue the success they've had all season long, and they will now host a regional. It's the first time they've ever made it or host a super regional. It's the first time they've ever made it to a super regional and they're going to host it. So that's a pretty big deal. It's pretty cool to see uh, everything that's going on down there in Blacksburg. I mean, the, the way that they are playing, you know, we, we knew all season long that this was a really talented team and now they're proving that they have what it takes to make a deep run in the postseason. Yeah. Their offense is next level. It's, it's elite of elite and they proved it over the weekend. I need, you know, 14 run inning, just to name one part of it against Columbia. They, you know, dominated Wright state. They dominated Columbia in two games and, they, you know, made easy work of their regional and are now set up with a matchup against a, a really game Oklahoma team that has played well down the stretch. A Big 12 champ um, came out of Gainesville Regional beating Florida. Uh, most notably, they had to also beat, you know, Liberty and Central, you know, Liberty as well. So um, this, is a, this is a good baseball team coming to Blacksburg. Yeah, it is. It should be a good matchup uh, between Oklahoma and Virginia Tech. I'm excited for it. I think that it will be a fun series to watch. Uh, It's a best of three series in the Super Regional. So we'll get uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday games in Blacksburg. Should be a really fun and exciting weekend. I know the fans packed the stadium last weekend. They showed up for the Hokies in Blacksburg. English field was just full. I mean, I love seeing that because I remember going to games when we were students and There'd be it was almost nobody in the stands. So I do I, remember that as well. I can remember maybe one game. I think um, they were hosting Louisville, and I think it was the weekend of you know Parents Weekend in the spring game and all that. And it was like the grand opening of the the renovated English Field. So that weekend, that game was pretty full. But other than that, there were not a lot of full games when we were students at Virginia Tech. So it's really cool to see all the fans showing up to support the Hokies at the at the ballpark this year. Uh, I'm excited for the Super Regionals. Um, you know, I think the, the there's NCAA... tons of great ones. I know yeah. we're we're talking about tech, but like the rest of the super supers are great. And I I want to talk about 
the regionals in a moment and something that came from the regionals that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but still on Virginia Tech for a second. Uh, I think the the NCAA tournament is where they really prove themselves and prove how talented of a team they are. You know, it was a bit of a disappointing finish in the ACC tournament. They didn't even make it out of pool play, but and maybe I'm just a little salty because, you know, my favorite team didn't make it, but you lose one game and your tournament run is over. I don't I don't really like that. You know, you get to the NCAA regionals and it's double elimination. You get to super regionals and it's the best two out of three series. So I don't really like the way the ACC tournament works because they were the number one seed, but because they lost one game to UNC in the pool of play, they they're done. They don't make it to the semifinals. So uh, that's just my thoughts on the ACC tournament. You know, I don't think your whole season can come down to one game. So the the NCAA tournament is where they really prove how talented they are because it's it's double elimination. Yeah, I prefer the format, you know, the the regional double double elimination. Um, they didn't need it. They they win three. Yeah, they didn't. And, <laughs> and, you know, if they go two and oh this weekend, they they head to their first ever college world series, which would be pretty hype. So um but I agree with you. I think losing that way to North Carolina was very fluky. You know, just they got North Carolina, which has proven to be a really good team and is really hot. They're also going to the Super, um, beating VCU to advance on Monday night. So that was uh, impressive to see VCU made a really good run in their regional. Yeah, they did. As well. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think double elimination, especially in baseball, it's just there could be such – I don't want to say flukiness, but that it just felt like in the ACC game against North Carolina, they got on them early and it became an avalanche and Tech couldn't really just catch up to it. And, you know, hats off North Carolina. They won the ACC tournament, so they were really good in Charlotte and uh, they proved it again in their super and they have a really tough matchup in their or in their regional in their super against a, a really good Arkansas team that, you know, had an amazing, the best regional, the Stillwater regional with, with Oklahoma State, Missouri State, and Grand Canyon. I mean, it was one of the best regionals I've ever watched. Every game was exciting. So uh, they're going to have a really tough opponent in their super. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's going to be a fun one to watch. And like you said, you know, I'm looking at the brackets now. There are a lot of good matchups coming up this weekend in super regionals. Uh, a lot of, you know, a couple of them have two seeded teams that are matched up a couple of them have teams that are a little bit of an underdog coming out of the regional so a lot of good matchups coming up which ones are you most looking forward to this weekend uh you you touched i already touched on one north carolina arkansas the oklahoma state arkansas games were insane um oklahoma state's journey in their regional they were down 10 nothing to missouri state and won by 14 runs and then this was the right like the seeded team and then they had a classic they lost arkansas then they had to come back, beat him on Sunday night, and then they lost on Monday in a really good baseball game. Um, and North Carolina looks really good. I, I, I really am intrigued by Tennessee Notre Dame. Um, Tennessee's really good, really, really good, like the best team in the country <laughs> yeah. for a reason. But Notre Dame might have the pitching to slow their offense down, so that would be interesting to see. And, and if I could pick one more outside of obviously the Blacksburg Regional, uh, I, I'm just gonna go. The state of Mississippi loves college baseball. You have Mississippi State, the defending national champions, who are not in the tournament. And you have Southern Miss versus Ole Miss 
in Mississippi. So that that's going to be interesting. I think the fan dynamic and just how those two teams interact with each other. So uh, give me give me the uh, Hattiesburg Super Regional between Southern Miss and Ole Miss. Yeah, that's one that I'm looking forward to because you know Ole Miss and Mississippi State; those are the the two teams that you expect to be good every year in uh you know in college baseball and so southern miss coming out hot this year they took the 11 seed in the tournament hosted a regional Ole miss advanced out of the miami regional so they will take each other on in the the super regional so that should be a really good matchup the the all mississippi super regional louisville and texas a&m i think that'll be a good one also to watch texas a&m always a great team in college baseball you know a great uh, a great atmosphere great fan experience down there in college station i think that that will be a uh, really interesting super regional to watch so yeah i think all around you know i gotta give a shout out to auburn as well one of my uh, best friends went to auburn so gotta give a shout out there war eagle they uh, had a pretty good um run this past weekend beating ucla in a game that got suspended due to weather on sunday night they finished it up yesterday afternoon and now they are advancing they will take on oregon state in corvallis this weekend so i think that should be a good one to watch as well a lot of good matchups coming up this weekend the super regional is getting started on friday night of course we will have all eyes on blacksburg but we'll be following all the super regionals across the country winners go to the college world series the top eight teams virginia tech with a chance to make it to their first ever college world series it would be a very exciting time if they could make it that far i you know i think they have the talent uh, and the offense. It just depends how well they come out and play this weekend against Oklahoma. But home field advantage, the way their offense has been playing, you got to feel really good about it. Yeah, I agree. I I think the Hokies have a real, real good shot to to make some history here. I, I mean, they've already made some history. So this is, you know, I I think they're playing. I, I want to say they're playing without money at this point. Uh, even though they're the number four team, like. No one expected this from Virginia Tech at the start of this season. So it's very much like they're playing with house money in which they've achieved so much this season and taken such a step forward with this program that no matter what, it's not a disappointment. Yeah, you're right. They, they really have. I mean, I, we've we've been watching them since John Chef got there a couple of years ago. They've been, you know, slowly, steadily improving. And this, Matt and I covered the first uh, fall World Series, is what they call their their maroon versus orange scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, we've been there since the beginning of the John Chef era, and I remember he was, you know, there was a good hire at the time, and yeah, they've just been slowly Look building at Maryland. Up. Like he came from Maryland, and Maryland hosted their first. He took Maryland to a super. And they just hosted their first regional, and it's, it's an improving, you know, Big Ten program. So, and he, the coach there, talked about how Shaft was one of the coaches that laid the foundation there. So, definitely uh, shows how big of a hire it was at the time to bring him from Maryland to Virginia Tech. So that is what we're looking forward to this weekend: Virginia Tech hosting Oklahoma. In the Blacksburg Super Regional. I have one more thing. This is my best. I know we're going to get to MVP and the best thing I saw this week. This is my MVP and the best thing I saw this week because it was so good it gets both. For the regionals, ESPN did something called squeeze play, which is basically NFL red zone for college baseball. So I watched all weekend, except the tech games, commercial free college baseball of all these regionals 
in high leverage moments. It was fantastic. It was literally the price of admission for my ESPN Plus subscription. So that is my MVP and the best thing I saw this week because it was so good. It was. So, I hope it's back for the next weekend. But it was like, I mean, I watched it yesterday, like all day. You could just throw it on. I had it on my second TV, and you could just look down and you're watching baseball. It was, it was amazing. So that is my MVP and the best thing I saw this week is Squeeze Play on ESPN Plus. All right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, we can stay in college baseball for a little bit longer. I guess the best thing that I saw this week, I'd have to say, Virginia Tech advancing. That was the obvious. The like that, I mean, that, that is, is the like obvious the, one. That's the obvious one, and that is obviously true. So I, I wanted to get, you know, pick a second one. Yeah, well, I will go with that. Uh, my MVP, well, the most outstanding player of the Blacksburg Regional was none other than Gavin Cross, who had a fantastic season this year for the Hokies on Friday night against Wright state. He went five for six on Saturday against Columbia. He went three for five Oh, for two on Sunday against Columbia, but you know, eight hits in the regional. Uh, he had two home runs. I mean, a fantastic performance by Gavin cross this weekend uh, in, in Blacksburg in the regional of the NCAA tournament. He was the most outstanding player of the Blacksburg regional. So I'll give him my MVP of the week. You know, it's a, it's a college baseball kind of day here on foul ball area. I, I agree. I, I, that is the, I, let's call it the foul ball area. MVP is Gavin cross. I just, I watched squeeze play and like in my head, I was like, if this could be a baseball thing, especially like on a Saturday, like you throw that on and like all the day games are on, it would be amazing. So, yeah, it would. Shout out to you. That should be that should be a uh, yeah regular season thing for college baseball. I've always think thought- about it, at one point they had four. They did a quad box and it was four baseball games, and you could just. That's the dream, right there. It was it was amazing. I have always thought that a baseball version of college game day would be a cool experience. I don't think it could be on, you know, ESPN or ESPN two. It might have to be on ESPN U because it probably wouldn't get, you know, that much viewership, but the college baseball fans that are really dedicated, that would be a cool experience. I mean, imagine going down to, to Texas A&M or Ole Miss and having the, a college game day crew there broadcasting the show at 9am, you get fans out there lined up behind them with their signs and cheering and yelling. I mean, those fans down there in the SEC, they take their college baseball seriously. You go to one of those big SEC schools, you'll get a lot of fans to show up if there was a, a college game day show for for a baseball, big baseball series. Yeah, I Especially if it was like a Texas A&M, Texas series or Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn, Alabama, any of those, that would be a really cool experience. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Just put it on ESPNU. I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah, uh, final stats for Gavin Cross in the Blacksburg Regional. 615 average over the three games. A double, a triple, two home runs, seven RBIs. What a performance by Gavin Cross. Just a couple of weeks till we hear his name called in the MLB draft. All right, we'll switch over to Major League Baseball for a little bit because there is some news to talk about there. Uh, first of all, my Atlanta Braves on a five-game win streak right now. Never thought I would say that this season. They How swept about that? 
They swept the Rockies in a four-game series. And, yeah, it's the Rockies, but, you know, still, five-game win streak. Got to take the wins where you get them. And so the Braves right now are 28 and 27. They're above 500 for, I believe, the first time this season, or at least the first time since very early on in the season. Uh, They're still nine games back behind the Mets, but they are in second place in the NL East. So a good run by the Braves. And now coming up this week, starting tonight, they will host the Oakland A's. Uh, my parents are actually going to that game uh, for my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. They're Happy going birthday, down. Dad. Happy birthday, Randy. They're going down to Atlanta to see a couple of games at Truist Park. So that should be a fun time. But yeah, a five-game win streak, I'm, I'm just can't say I expected that at any point uh, with the way the Braves have been playing so far this year. But now they're starting to find their stride and they're starting to look good. So I'm happy with the way things are going. And I think that this might be the point where they turn it around this season. We can only hope. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely something in which the Braves, you know, the wild card is very viable for them at this point. I don't know if they're going to be able to catch the Mets. I know there's a lot of games left, but the Mets are still playing very well and they still get to add Max Scherzer. And I have a feeling they're going to add someone during the trade deadline. So we will see what happens. Um, and they get to add Jacob Scrum. So their two best pitchers are out. And they they look like maybe the best team in the National League, especially after their series with the Dodgers. So um, I, uh, I, I'm hoping for the best with the Braves. I think, I think the wild card, they should make the wild card. This is the wild card. They have the talent to at least make the wild card. So get, this is kind of what they did last season, slow start. You know, maybe a World Series hangover or two. Throw that in, you know, no leader in Freddie Freeman there. So it, it has the combination of not having a best start. So they're they're getting their team dynamic figured out, and now they're starting to turn around and play good baseball. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking like a, uh, a real team right now. Meanwhile, the Yankees, they currently are still, so you know, best team in baseball, 39 and 15. They have a seven-game lead over the Toronto Blue Jays in the American League East. Best team in Major League Baseball at the moment. And right now, they will be playing the Twins on the road in Minnesota. So, good series coming up for them. Should be probably... Battle first-place teams. Yeah, pretty exciting series between those two AL teams. I, I, I am, I'm getting to the point where I want to change my World Series prediction. You might have to. Because I, I mean, did say White Sox Dodgers. Yeah, but the way the Yankees are playing, it's kind of hard to pick against them right now. Aaron Man, Judge st- is playing like an MVP in his contract year. I'm starting to think we're going to have a Subway Series as the, as the World Series, which would be great. <sighs> Yankees-Mets. That we'll would get Andrew, be... Alex. Andrew Alex on if, if that happens. We'll get as many Mets fans. Maybe, maybe we get Nathan on too. <laughs> That would be exciting to an extent. I would I rather be the most see, watched World Series. I would rather see Yankees Dodgers than Yankees Mets. I think Yankees Mets is the most watched World Series. Really, more than Yankees Dodgers? Yeah, because it's it's it'd be close. Yeah, it'd be exciting, but it's it'd be you know confined to if one If you're baseball those are the city. top 2 let, uh, let me let me if you're baseball those are the top 2 world series you want 
if you are yeah. MLB and you want the most eyeballs on your sport, those are the top two you want. Yeah. I just think Yankees Dodgers would uh, draw a lot more fans because it it's, you know, East versus West, you know, that's true. Spans the entire country. Whereas Yankees Mets is just, just New York city. I, I think both that, would be, but... both would probably be exciting series. Both probably would get a lot of viewership. That would just, my preference would be Yankees Dodgers. I didn't but, say what I mean, preference was. I said okay, what, all right. what I thought it was going to be. I think my preference is good. either. <laughs> my preference is Yankees Pirates because then I know it's a lock. They're going to win. Yankees Pirates. Yeah, there you go. Somehow, somehow there's a rare rule that no team can show up. Like the entire National League gets COVID except the Pirates. So the Pirates have to play in the World <laughs> Series. Wouldn't that be something? But yeah, the Yankees, man, they are looking good. Aaron Judge, I know we've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, but he's playing like an MVP in his contract year. I think he's going to get paid this offseason. I mean, right now he has 21 home runs. That leads the league. A 1.059 OPS. He's batting 313. Like, he's just tearing it up. He, he's got five more home runs than Pete Alonso, who's second place. Fantastic season hey, from Aaron man. Judge so far. Hey, the man. He's going to get paid. He will be. Hopefully by the to. Yankees. Hopefully. We'll Speaking of, of teams that are not the Yankees and are, are being bad, the Los Angeles Angels were 27 and 14 at one point. Or 27 and 17. They lost 12 straight games. Mike yeah. Trout's owned 26 in that span. Yeah. Come on, man. It's not like, looking good. Like, they were in first place, and now they're eight and a half games back. It's not like, looking good. The Angels can't have nice things. And it sucks because it looks like the best player in baseball might not make the playoffs again thing is it's still early enough and if they can lose 12 straight games they could win they can win 12 straight 12 games straight. you're right but i so. think they'll they'll have a they'll get back to normal and i think they are a good team but a 12 game win streak is pretty bad but they'll get it back is. they'll get back on track i think they will hopefully by next week um all right, one last thing as we wrap up today's episode. I don't know if you saw this, Trey, but outside of Minute Maid Park in Houston, there's a plaza that the Astros have where they have all their banners of, you know, division championships, league pennants, and their one 2017 World Series championship. Someone stole the banner of the 2017 World Series. You could say they stole the sign. And it is now missing from outside Minute Maid Park. I would assume in some kind of protest that the Astros don't really deserve that World Series championship. So they they're investigating. S- Whoever stole it is probably going to get caught. Get A sign was with, stolen. Yeah, a sign was stolen. A sign stealing World Series. It's ironic. It is ironic. I agree with the message, but I do not condone stealing. <laughs> I agree. I do not condone it as well. So, 
put it back, but it is funny. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we've got for you all in today's episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please leave us a five-star review. Um, next episode, if we have some more, we'll read them. So leave them. They can say whatever you want on them. We'll read them. Actually, can't say everything you want, but yeah, you get the point. Um, if you want to connect with us, FL Ball Area, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg page. We're also at Madkins in the News, at Trey Lyle VT. Uh, give us your thoughts on the regional. Who do you think is going to win the College World Series? And also, have you seen Bid Joyce throw 105 miles per hour? Highly recommend that as well for the Tennessee Volunteers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.